Good morning, good morning, guys. My name is Angel, and this is Life is Life. Um, today, we are going to talk about how I navigated life with pain and how I navigated it, but I navigated it in a successful way. Um, I didn't realize how much pain I was in, and what I was doing was not what I was meant to be doing. Um, it was just a release point for me. Um, so I guess we could start off with when I was younger, when I, I think I was about 10 or 11, when my aunt and my uncle got too old to take care of me. And when I went to come, I went back to permanently live with my mom and my uh, siblings and my stepdad. Um, that was probably one of the most painful moments in my life because I didn't understand. I didn't understand why I had to leave what I had known, even though it was not all that I had known, but it was most of what I had known. I knew that my mom was out there and I knew I had sisters and brothers out there, but I could not remember an extensive amount of time that I had ever spent with them, even though I did, but I didn't remember. Um, So the moment that I had to go live with my mom and my stepdad permanently was a very painful moment in my life. And at that moment, I realized that I did not want to feel pain again. And I was thinking, how can I not feel pain? What can I do to not feel pain? I knew I didn't want to live a life of being on drugs. I was like, this is not an option. I am not doing this. I am not going to be this way. I am not going to live this way. What other options do I have? So at that moment, I made the decision to numb pain, that I would never feel pain that nothing could hurt me, nothing could make me sad, nothing could make me mad. Not realizing how unhealthy this was, it did the opposite. So I became angry. Um, I was always angry. Something made me mad. If it made me mad, I blew up to the 10th degree. It was not a little blow up. I can remember one time being with my parents and I wanted to go skating. I'd ask my mom, I said, Dad, could I have money? Could I go skating? Well, they told me no. Boy, this burnt me up. So I wrote a letter and and just sent some of the most awful things to him. And it was not like they were telling me no because it was not it, I couldn't go. It just wasn't a time for me to go skating. I don't know. We may not have had the money then. We might not have had the finances then. I did all my chores. It just might not have been a good time for me to go skating. They might not have been able to take me skating. Who knows what the situation was. But as a kid, I didn't understand it. I just thought they were being mean. So I wrote this mean note, slid it under the door, and that just unlocked a can of worms, all because I couldn't go skating. At that moment, the consequences of that made me realize that being angry and outbursts and things like that was not okay. So I went through some anger therapy, and then I learned at that moment that nothing in life's worth me being that mad over. Nothing. So... I can't say that I never got mad again that mad because I have, but what I did say is I learned to control the anger and I figured out a way to control the anger. So young, being younger, a way that I navigated life with the pain was through sports. So if I didn't have to be home or if I didn't have to be there, then I didn't have to live in the pain. So I played basketball and I played softball and I was good at it. I drowned myself in sports being younger. When I got old enough to work, I started working. So not only am I going to school, I'm working, I'm playing basketball, doing basketball season, I'm playing softball, I'm traveling, and I'm working. 
So I just basically started to exhaust my body at a young age. And I didn't realize the effect of this being young, you know what I mean? So this went on up until maybe I was 33, 34 years old that I did this. So that was the first way, was through sports. And not realizing it, but I would create more pain in me because if my mom was out doing drugs or not home, if I'm in a basketball game, I would look up in the stands and just hope that she would come. She never did. She wouldn't. She was not coming to the basketball game. But I had hope. But my stepdad was there. My siblings were there. And I think something that also added pain was that I never had a game that was good enough. I don't know if that makes sense with you. I could have a triple-double, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, but it was never good enough because it was always like, well, you turned the ball over three times. Why did you make that pass? There was never, you did, you had a great game, you did good. Even if we won, I could always do something better. And that instilled in me at a young age that I have to strive to be better. If I make a mistake, then it wasn't perfect. If I make a mistake, then I did it wrong. So from that point on, I started working for perfection. So now I'm navigating life with pain. I'm navigating life to find perfection in everything I do. And I'm working hard to not make a mistake. So... This for me was just some things that I learned at a young age. And me not knowing, I would teach that to my younger sister. My younger sister was a phenomenal picture. And I would sit on a bucket and catch her. And if she threw a ball, I'd get mad, throw a strike. And I would make her pitch until she threw so many strikes in a row. How terrible of that is me. But it was all I knew. It was what was passed down to me. Because I would have to catch a ball until I caught so many or, or hit or swing or batting practice. But I didn't realize the fear and disappointment I was instilling in her because it's passed down generation to generation. This is what our parents know is what I, and we just pass it down. But that is a generational curse that I hope my family will break one day and realize that we're not perfect. We make mistakes, but when we make them, we learn from them. Instead of saying, you didn't do this right. Maybe we ask the questions of, well, why do you think this was wrong? What do you think happened? How do you think you can fix this in a loving manner? And I think that will break not just generational curses in my family. I know it's other families that have these generational curses. And that's what I call them. Um, Because we're instilling things that are unrealistic in us that we carry into adulthood. So as I got older, um, I went to college. And when I went to college, I played ball in college. And that's all I did. I played ball in college. I worked ball and worked. Well, I tore my ACL. Boom. And it was like a ton of bricks came down on me. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't have sports. I couldn't play sports. How do I navigate this pain now? What do I do? Where do I go? Well, my next option was the military. So I'm like, 9-11 happened. I'm like, boom, I'm going to go serve my country. So off I went. I didn't tell anybody. I was working because I wasn't playing ball. And then I just enlisted in the military and off I went. And I was good at it. I I got promoted fast through the ranks. I excelled in the military. How do you, how hard is it to excel in the military? And here's something I'm doing with ease because all my pain was drowned into it. That's how I mask all the pain that I was feeling. I'm away from home. I don't have to think about it. I'm gone. I'm, I'm living life. Nobody, nothing. It's not in my, it's not in the front of me, but where it said is in my unconscious mind because my unconscious mind is fueling my actions. It's driving me for this perfection. It's driving me to work hard. It's driving me to be the best that I can be. 
So as I'm working or as I'm here, I'm striving perfection and I'm succeeding. I'm passing my boards. I'm getting promoted. X, Y, Z. All while masking pain that I held on to. Well, after coming back from Iraq, my subconscious mind almost felt like it wanted to come to the front. I just could not cope with life. It hit me hard again. Boom. I'm down. I'm like, what do I do? So I get out the military and I live with my brother for a while and I just feel like dead weight. The pain's there. Then next thing you know, the big tornadoes come through and wipe out almost all of Alabama. It was just rough. Like I'm, I'm, this pain is staring me in the eye saying, deal with me, deal with me, deal with me. You have to deal with me. Here I am. No, no. So what do I do next thing? The only thing I know to do, I find a relationship. And then I drown myself in that. And then I start working. Now I'm working again. So now I'm able to drive my, drown myself in work. And yet again, the company that I was working for, I got promoted fast. I started as part-time. Then I went to full-time. Then I got another full-time position. Now I'm in a management position. Then I got promoted again to a management. And then here I am drowning myself in work again. But I'm succeeding. But I'm hurting because I'm working long hours. I'm tired. I'm not allowing my body to heal from the pain. So... The injuries that I'm having are hurting me. My back's hurting. My knee's hurting. I got screws in my knees. My hand, I'm hurting. But I'm still pushing through this pain while my body's on the inside is telling me to heal this pain, heal this pain, heal this pain. And I never understood that up until maybe a year ago. Um, But that was the story of my life. And that's how I navigated life through pain was I drew drowned myself in whatever I was working on, seeking perfection and seeking understanding and knowledge from whatever I was working on. And I was good at it. But all while my my physical body, my soul is hurting and asking me to stop and heal. It wasn't till maybe a year ago when I was like, oh, I got I got I'm hurting. I ain't going to be, by the time I'm 50, if I keep going this way, I am not going to be able to walk. So I'm like, what am I doing wrong? So we know we do the classic thing. We, let's, let's get back to church. Let's do this. Let's do that. But none of that felt right. There was no healing from that. And I was like, what about this? It just doesn't make sense. So then I, this is when I probably about four months ago is when I started my spiritual journey. And I was like, let me find answers. I am searching for answers. Where are these answers at? How do I get these answers? And I found them answers. They're here. I'm like, boom, here are the answers. I got it. Boom. And that's kind of where I'm at now in life is all this past pain I got. I realized I cannot go back and change the past. And I can't control what another person does. But what I can control is how it affects me. What I can control is my understanding of life. What I can control is knowing that life, there's always obstacles in life. There's always things in life, but I don't have to let those things affect me because they they don't. I can control that. That's something that we can do. We have the power to make choices. Our choices only affect us. We have the power to walk in our true path, walk in our true light, but we have to release the pain. So that's something I did. I told myself, this has no control over me, no hold over me. This is not who I am, not where I'm going. It get, thank you for the life experiences. Thank you for the knowledge. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the understanding. However, though, I release all of that pain. And I took a deep breath in and I released it out. Gone. And 
just by saying that and acknowledging that, I felt like the world was lifted off my shoulders. Boom, gone. So I'm like, man, if I knew this, I don't know, 20 years ago, I probably wouldn't have been through so much stuff in my life. So now I'm like, okay, what's what's my next journey? But now it's like, okay, I've, I've done this. I figured this out and I got this. Where are we going next in life? I don't want to be working a nine to five every day. I don't want to be doing this. What is my path? And I was like, maybe I share my story. If I can share my story with somebody, maybe somebody can say, hold on, wait a minute. That's a good idea. This helps. And maybe they'll get, maybe they'll understand and see like there's life can be better. We don't have to be our circumstances or our conditions. We can be our own circumstances and our own condition. If we just start to heal from within and realize that we can't change anyone else and we can't make them any different, but we can change ourselves and how things affect us, then just wait. And then just maybe we'll see that life is, the sun is shining and that we're all connected and we're all energy and we're all love. So, but that is another story for you guys today. That's another piece of me. I hope that you guys enjoy this. Thank you for listening. Make sure if you have not followed me on Podbean, follow me on, I'm on everywhere else. Um, I appreciate the time you guys take to listen. I try to keep them short so you guys don't have to sit and listen for a long time. And then every two days, I try to give you a new one. And again, my name is Angel. This is Life with Life. And remember, you control you. You have the power to control how you feel. You can change how you feel, but you can't change someone else. All right, guys. Namaste.